Hello again. Welcome back to the My Honest Book Reviews podcast. This is Holly from My Honest Book Reviews, and we are joined again by Willow <laughs> from The Braided Mama, previously The Braided Sisters. Um, so, we are talking about Peter Pan today, but today we are not doing any spoiler warnings because, I mean, it's all spoilers because we assume... You You've, should have read it or know the story by yeah, now. Yeah, you, you know the story by now. If you've watched any of the adaptations, adaptations, you're probably you probably know the story well enough that you aren't gonna be disappointed by any spoilers. So, first of all, we are going to do a synopsis by Willow because she is very familiar with the story, and here we go. Alright, so Peter Pan is a story about um, Peter Pan, and he is a little boy who lives on the island of Neverland, and he goes to the house of the darling children, which is Wendy, John, and Michael, and he likes Wendy's story, so he comes to listen. He ends up taking the kids with him to Neverland. They willingly go. He doesn't kidnap them. He, he pushes he, them. He, like... He convinces them. Not really, kind of bribe almost. Bribes them to come. Manipulates them to come. He, he manipulates, manipulates them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It might not be full on kidnapping, but he manipulates them. Yes, he does doesn't mean he doesn't, he doesn't kidnap the lost boys. I'm pretty sure he does with those because they're babies. Mm, no, he doesn't. Well, they fall out of the prams. He just takes them. No, they get sent to the Neverlands. Oh, okay, okay. I forgot I, about that. Which doesn't okay. make any sense. But anyway. <laughs> okay, go on. So, he manipulates them, gets them to come to Neverland, and they have some adventures there um, where they you meet the Lost Boys, which is Peter Pan's group, and that he is kind of the leader of, and he is in a constant battle with the pirates, specifically Captain Hook, who they kind of have a vendetta with little skirmishes between them and in the end Captain Hook is defeated and dies and they the kids Wendy John Michael and the Lost Boys end up going back to London to live with the Darling family the Darlings adopt the Lost Boys and Peter goes on to just still be Peter with his well he is with Tinkerbell, the fairy, for most of it. Until but then, she, you know. But she actually passes away because fairies have short lives. And um, he will come back periodically to get Wendy to come do spring cleaning with him. And then eventually her child, Jane, and then her grandchildren, and so on and so forth. Margaret. Margaret. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the rest of the girls of the Darling. Line. Line, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... So it's a it's a fun little story. It was originally a play. Mm -hmm. um, nineteen oh four was written as a play. Yeah, and then nineteen eleven came out was as a novel. Was it called Peter Pan in the play, or was it called Peter and Wendy in the play? I don't remember no, if the novel it, the, was called Peter and Wendy when it came the out. The novel was Peter Pan and Wendy. The play was Peter the play Pan, was Peter which Pan. is why probably they kept Peter Pan mm -hmm. as the title of the book. Now the play was Peter Pan or the Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up. Okay. Yeah. So that's two different names for that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So, so if you read it, um, you can kind of see how it started kind of as a stage play. Like, it feels a little bit different than most novels. Also, it just, 
great narration. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, I love it the, so much. The only things I could like, the only types of narrators I can kind of compare them, it's not even like, not really compare, but like the closest creativity with the narrators I can think of is like um, Lemony Snicket in A Series of Unfortunate Events. You know, it's semi-involved narrator and it's kind of clever narration. And somewhat Princess Bride, but not really. But also a little bit Into the Woods. The narrator in that, if you've seen the play, mm. is involved because, you know, they yeah do something with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, someone who's kind of involved in the story. Yeah, like he's not... Making commentary, I guess. He's making commentary, mm-hmm. but he also gets in there. And he's not quite omnipotent or omniscient but he's almost like he'll he forgot to follow the the lost boys or whatever when they're like all going around the island mm-hmm. um he he misses something so he's not omniscient there but he is a little omnipotent when he's like, oh, let's go whisper in Mrs. Darling's ear. Mm-hmm, that's true. And yeah. so it's it's a really fun narration, and I would recommend reading it because it's it's just a, a little different, and it's um, easier to read than a And the lot. narrator definitely has an opinion as yeah. well. He doesn't, like, hold back on his thoughts on Peter and how sometimes Peter isn't always the best character. Oh, no. um, I also, like, there's one part where... Um, he's, you know, they're on the island for an extended period of time, and he's saying, so they had so many adventures, which one should I tell you? Should I tell you this one, or this one, or this one, or this one, kind of giving, like, a couple sentences of each, and then he's like, oh, I... Let's tell you about the Neverbird. Yeah, yeah. I think he says we, like, I flipped a coin, and this is what we got, and, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the other ones would have been fun, too, but... I'm, I'm not going to flip again. We're just going to do this. And kind of, and it's just so cute and innocent. That's why I like the narrator. It's just a very innocent narration. Just very, um, like... Warm? Warm and... Playful? Yeah. Like someone's, like, actually in your home telling you the story and interacting with you. Mm-hmm. And adjusting it as they go. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, like, it kind of feels... Well, it's, I mean, that's... That's what a play is. Plays are, mm-hmm. you know, they're different every time. Like, the, they have the same script, usually. Yeah. But they, you know, play off of the audience. And, and you know, they take energy from the audience mm-hmm. and use that. Um, That's true. They definitely play off the energy of the audience and what they're reacting more to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell if you've ever been to a matinee. It's usually not as... Um, serious uh, no it's usually not as easy for them to get hyped up because oh, cause there's less people <laughs> and the people who are there are usually tired old people yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's true like that's what when we did Susical, um cj had a hard time as cat in the hat getting the audience involved <laughs> um anyway um but so so you know you can see that you can see the um, origins of the play in there. And, like, with the clapping. Mm-hmm. That's when, true. When yeah. Tink um, tries to die. Yeah. But, and she, like, sits up and she's like, oh, was that enough people yeah. clapping for me? So dramatic. <laughs> I just love it. Um, it's, like, it's like when the people, when people are like, oh, I didn't hear you. Like, mm-hmm. how are you feeling today? 
Mm-hmm. What was that? And it, those people are super annoying, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to read. <laughs> it is fun. Um, and it's, it's less annoying. It's more innocent, like I said. Yeah. Which I like. <laughs> Very matter-of-fact innocent. Very, yes. Yeah, like, this is how it is. Like, of course it is. Yeah. Of course this is how it would be. How Why it... would you think otherwise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts is that um, the... John had dreams of Neverland. So Neverland is, like, different for every kid. It's not just this set place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um... Because everyone has Neverland in their dreams, Everyone has, obviously. you know, their own imaginations and, like, where they'd like to go in their dreams. So they're like, oh, yeah, John had a lagoon with flamingos, flamingos flying, flying around it. it. And um, Michael, Michael had, had a flamingo with lagoons flying, flying over it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my, that's one of my favorite parts. Me in too. The beginning of that the makes me crack up every time. That and um, the line, we should just start going through our favorite quotes. Um <laughs> One of my favorite quotes is that he gnashed her little, the little pearls at her. (laughs) He, um, because Mrs. Darling's like surprised that he has all his first teeth, um, which kind of shows you how old he is, but it also feels like he should be a little bit older than seven, you know? I know. (laughs) Um, but. I mean, he could be nine. I mean, our brother lost his first tooth when he was nine. nine so. so, yeah, it could be nine. Um, but still, it's just, it's, it's just funny. Um, let's see, what are some other favorite lines? I had people write them down for the book club. Okay. Oh, I wrote, and so it will go on, which is a sweet one at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that whole last, like, paragraph or two, oh, makes me cry. Yeah, so I will not read that out loud to you because I shall cry. <laughs> I tried to read it out loud to my husband the other day, and I couldn't do it. I literally could not. <laughs> I made him do it, and I still teared up. <laughs> That's so sweet. Okay, um, so so at Liliana Larson, love her, one of our, oh, sorry, Liliana R. Larson, one of our best followers, um, there could not have been a lovelier sight, but there was none to see it except a little boy who was staring in at the window. See, he had see? ecstasies innumerable that other children can never know, but he was looking through the window at the one joy from which he must never, he must forever be barred. Uh, sorry, he must be forever barred. I'm not very good at this. Uh, I've got a little bit dyx- dyslexia when I'm reading. I have it on my so that <laughs> Okay, well... <laughs> Good for you. I can't say it, though, because it makes me tear up. Um, I think this one is actually from the movie, because I remember reading it, and I was like, oh, I, I think I missed that. So, um, so this is by Rive, um, at Rive. She said, um, or he, I don't know who this person is. Will you, for, will you ever forget me? Me? Forget? Never. Never. That part's so That cute. one's from the 2003, right? That's yeah. the year. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jeremy Sumter version yes. of Peter Pan, which is the best. <laughs> the most accurate version, um, too. For sure. And then Willow, of course, <laughs> you said, um, to die will be an awfully big adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and which then will also, be on my tombstone. Yes, Just go down in history, that shall be on my tombstone. <laughs> um, and then the to live will be an awfully... Great adventure is good too, mm-hmm. or awfully big adventure. Yeah. Um, 
I like, I was just looking through, this part's cute. Um, they're talking about the Neverlands. Oh, this part is just so adorable. Um, on the whole, the Neverlands have a family resemblance, and if they stood still in a row, they're, you know, they're talking about how everyone's Neverlands are different. If they stood still in a row, you could say of them that they have each other's noses and so forth. <laughs> on these magic shores, children are at play are forever beaching their coracles. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that word. We too have been there. We can still hear the sound of the surf, though we shall land no more. Oh, that that's gets so me sweet. right there. Speak for yourself, land no more. Oh my god, I know. Like, <laughs> sir, how do you know I'm an adult reading this yeah, book? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, uh, every night I have my own little dreams with my own made-up worlds in it, so, you know. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's so cute. It comes from writing a book, at least. Um, so, let's see, any more, I mean, obviously there's lots of things. Where should we go on? Um... I'll come, so. I'll come up with more quotes as we go. narration What? I'll come up with more quotes as we okay. go. Um, so let's talk about the characters. Um, first off, Peter. Mm -hmm. um, we had this discussion whether he's a villain or a hero. Hero. Um, I mean, I think he's, he's pretty villainous. He's a protagonist. <laughs> sure, but he's like, I mean, he murders his lost boys. When they well, grow up. When they start growing up, he, yeah. He kills them. Thins them out, I think is the wording it Yeah, says. but it's, yeah. He, he kills them. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, I think that's pretty messed up. And Peter is someone who does not think about long-term consequences. He is somebody who just lives in the moment, a.k.a. he is a child. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's hard to box him into, like, you wouldn't take a young child like a kindergartner or a you know even third or fourth grader and label them as a villain or a hero well, unless you're reading the bad seed mm. or watching the play i guess but like even just most books that's why they kind of have their protagonists are usually like 11 and older i would say like harry potter it just needs to set the time limit so won't be you guys okay over there yeah, <laughs> hey guys <laughs> guys we're still recording Is Peter Pan a hero or a villain? A uh, villain. He's Why do you think he's a villain? Because he only does things that he wants to do. Like, he'll only save someone if he wants to. Like, mm -hmm. with the uh, kids falling asleep and, like, almost falling to their death. It thought it was funny. He would have let them die. Yeah. But you he know. saves them because he likes to show off. And because exactly. Wendy wanted him to, and he liked Wendy for the time being. Exactly. And didn't he only intervene with, like, Wendy when they said that um, she was going to be going to a different um, room or whatever because she was growing up? Or was that no, just that's a movie? just a movie. Okay, well. Yeah. He if just... it was that, I think he only <laughs> intervened to get some more stories. But, yeah, he only does things that benefit him or show off. That's yeah, true. I Matt, my, my husband once saw, I think, a TikTok video that was talking about how, like, in musicals, like, Disney movies and stuff, the um, protagonist, usually, their song is, like, about more of their journey and, like, what they need to accomplish, 
Whereas the villain songs are all just me, 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 me. Like, this is me. I me. <laughs> Talking like, about Preminger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Princess and the Popper. the Popper. Yes, exactly. Like, um, they're just all about themselves. And I think Peter's song would be about himself. I mean, actually, I mean, thinking about the play, we've seen the musical, which I don't know if the original was that play, a musical. Uh huh. It was a musical. Oh, I forgot. Yes. <laughs> it was. Um, we saw it with Kathy Rigby, who was one of like. The main she's Peter like a Pan gymnast. actresses. Yeah. yeah. She it, was an Olympic gymnast, yeah. I believe. Very, very perfect hair. Uncharacteristic of Peter but Pan. We, <laughs> we also saw her as Peter Pan when she was like 52, which is <laughs> very old. <laughs> old Never grew up. Playing. But you know, she's been playing it for years, so in a way, she kind of is like the embodiment of never growing up in that way. But it was. Sure. I found that weird as a kid. It was weird. Weirded me out. She was. Oh, she did a good job. She but did it was a good weird. job, but it was but so weird. I was weird. young and I wanted to have a crush on Peter Pan, and it's like a girl <laughs> and I was like, ooh, that's not her, really my type. <laughs> her daughter played one of the Lost Boys too, which was interesting. When we saw it, at least her daughter was one of the Lost Boys. So who was also obviously yeah, an adult? Yeah, it's like it's, she'd be like my age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Obviously, child labor laws—they can't really have kids, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Peter Pan, I, and I, I think, um, I think Peter Pan is like the only character in fiction who, like, he doesn't grow up, but he actually doesn't grow up. Like, you know, in in Y books when they. Like Edward set and Twilight. People up. Edward and Twilight doesn't count. Like Edward and Edward is a hundred years old, mm-hmm. and um, the the Salvador brothers in Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries are like two hundred or something. Mm, they're hundred sixties. Okay, whatever. <laughs> they are old. Um, yes, they they are very attractive in the TV show, but that doesn't mean they're not perverts, um, pedophiles. <laughs> Oh, they're definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and, and that's like just a really common thing in YA now. Yes, it's it is. really dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, fairies. And I, I mean, I'm even having a hard time with Feeblehaven with Bracken. And... Kendra? Yeah. yeah. But Peter does but not P- mentally yeah, grow up at all. Peter, Peter, I think, is the only like exception. Like, sure, he, I, we have no idea how old he is. He, he has no idea how old he is. He probably thinks he's actually, you know, nine or whatever age he is. Eleven. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. somehow has this all his baby teeth. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he, he's younger. Yeah. Maybe the Lost Boys are eleven and he's nine. Because he's smaller than mature. everyone. He's. Mm-hmm. I would say he's like seven. Yeah, his personality is more young. It's not like adolescent. Like, like, you know, preteen age, it's not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he... He's still not fantastical he, boy. Yeah. Age, you know? He's a he's an interesting villain, though. Well, well you say he's a hero, right? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as to say hero, but he's not a villain. If anyone's a hero in that movie, it's definitely... Or book, book it's Wendy. She's it's very selfish, heroine. too, but... She's very selfish, I don't know if there is a heroine. Is. I mean, for a moment, Tank is, but she's also very much a villain. She's very she selfish. she she's like Peter Pan, and so I think that's why they go well together. Mm-hmm. 
She's a lot like him. I mean, Peter Pan occasionally can be very chivalrous, like with Wendy when he's like, I'm going to make you take the kite. And right. He, he sacrifices himself. Like, and He's like, I'll just die here. Bye. Yeah, that's true. Um, he, <laughs> he is chivalrous at times and, and can be a hero. But yeah. he's not always a hero. But he's not. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I love how they talk about John, actually. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the only important thing he did. <laughs> oh, wow. I know, it's so rude. Um, so so let's talk, so Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, um, well, she can only feel one emotion at a time, right? Because mm-hmm. she's so small. Me too. Because, <laughs> obviously. Too. <laughs> Me too, yeah. Honestly, we all that way. <laughs> um, As small people are, yes. Yeah, so, so she... I, I mean, she's really fun. She's very, very me, 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 selfish. But she also, like, you Would know, do anything for Peter. Would do anything for Peter. But just Peter. No one else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I feel like she's older, though. Like, she acts more like a teen. So that's why I'm, like, weird with her. No, I think she's actually... If we're going, basing off, like, human years, I think she's only a couple years old. But fairies just are born from the laughs of babies. and right. like They're are born, born fully formed. Fully formed. So I think she's really only a few years. Right. Um, and because she's not even there by the time Wendy comes back, or Peter comes back for Wendy, like, the next year. Yeah, he doesn't even remember, does yeah. he? Mm-hmm. So I don't think Tinkerbell is really that old. You're right, you're right. It's fine. Um, so, so Wendy, Wendy's, I mean, Wendy's funny when she's very, like, she's the mom friend, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she loves it. <laughs> every mom friend loves being the mom friend. Yes, I do. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I'm the mom friend in my group. I was the mom friend at school, um, but that was because I was the only one who actually had rice packs and ibuprofen apparently because my friends are guys and they were just didn't have me they just didn't they just didn't realize that rice packs are helpful for them too if they have a sore neck yeah so but yeah i think wendy is she's also selfish because she's a child but she is loves to be the mom and loves you know she Becomes the mom of the Lost Boys and has to have, like, P- Michael has to sleep in the um, cradle in the basket. Because he's she, the baby. Because he's the youngest there and she must have a baby if she's going to be a mother. Obviously. So, sorry, Michael, it's a little small for you, but... You're going to have to make it work. You're going to make it work because we're playing house and I need a baby and you're the youngest. You're going to be my baby. So I, I like when she's asleep and they're making her, like, you know... Talk house. about what she wants in the house, and she's just like, you know, it starts out pretty reasonable. I mean, it's hard to do, but then she just kind of goes crazy. She's like, oh, I need roses peeping out, and, or pe- roses peeping, peeping in, out. babies peeping out, or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And the boys are like, what the heck are we going to do with that? Yeah, <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> I love that part. But she's a cute character. She's just a very typical little girl who wants to grow up and be a mom. And in the end, she does. Like, even though she would love to stay with Peter and be his 
mother or whatever, she, it says, like, you know, she actually grew up a day faster than the other girls around her because Wendy tried to not grow up for a while, but then she did because really she wanted to grow up and she wanted to be a mother. And so because of that, she grew up faster than the other kids by a whole day, (laughs) (laughs) which is so cute. But she, you know, embraces her motherhood when it's so sad. But she also, like, when, when he comes back when she's old and he thinks she's, you know, just the same. Still the girl. Um, she's kind of embarrassed. That she grew up. That she grew up. And that's, yeah. like, heartbreaking. I hate it. I know. That last chapter is so sad. Um, yeah. But more sad as an adult reading it than as a child when I first read it. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everything's sadder as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I hated her when I first, like, read it as a kid. And I was like, well, that was your fault for growing up. Like, you, you didn't need this. to. Why are you sad? You chose this. True. Like, I'm better than you. Yeah. I can avoid it. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, that's true. Like, <laughs> as a kid, I was like, I would have stayed with you, Peter. It's fine. Yeah. I would have chosen that. But then you went and grew up. But so then I went look and grew at you. up. And I have a baby now. So I did the same thing Wendy did. I know. Um, so, uh, I don't really have a lot to say about the brothers, except for the funny line of, he, this is the only good thing Peter did. Or uh, John, John did. did. Yeah. Important thing. Um, but the Lost Boys, uh, slightly, mm. is so funny. He's hilarious. Him and Toodles. Because he... <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did, too. Yeah. I did, too. So um, when I watched it as a child, obviously. <laughs> I'm not a queen. No, um, so, I, um, so, slightly is funny because he thinks he's, like, all smart. <laughs> but he's not. Because, like, oh, like, he ended up in grade five or whatever... But, like, that was the lowest. Like, everyone else, his age was in grade three. <laughs> and That's grade true. five was lower than grade three. Like, grade one is... Yeah, like... when they finally went to school, once they went back to London. Yeah. That was funny. So, I felt bad, but I also thought it was funny because he thought it was better than everyone. <clears throat> um, it, and just, like, knew more about the outside world. Mm-hmm. Which he would say something. I remember mothers. Say, yeah, and I remember kisses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he's the most conceited of the boys, is what they described slightly as. Yeah. And, and they always got the twins mixed up, right? Yeah, the twins are just the twins, because Peter doesn't understand twins, and that's weird to him, so <laughs> they just kind of are, like, Sam and Eric from, um, <laughs> Lord, of the, Lord Flies. of the Flies. They become one. One they unit. They always are together, and they're just the twins. Have you guys That's seen it. Bob's Burgers? Have you seen the twins in those? No. Mm-mm. They don't, they're, like, I'm pretty sure at one point they're like, we don't even know which one's which or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's basically the twins in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and yeah, and they're not, like, the other Lost Boys aren't allowed to know which one's which because they'd know something that Peter doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of Lost Boys and transitioning into the... Um, Pirates. So I read a a little fun little fan theory. Of course, can't be verified because Jay and Barry's dead. <laughs> but um, and it's also really she recent, like on Tumblr. I know. Spoiler what? alert. Um. 
so you know, only died in 1937. <laughs> um, yeah, it's less than a hundred years, Willow. Too soon. Um, so, so it was this little theory that the pirates are lost boys that escaped Peter before he killed them, which mm-hmm. is a fun theory because it would like explain why they hate him so much mm-hmm. and why he hates them so much too. Because they got away. And grew up. And then it also makes you feel better because then it means that they got away. And yeah. And they didn't get killed they off didn't by get Peter. Killed off. Until, you know, they were adults at least. Mm-hmm. I think I've read adaptations <laughs> where that is the case. I think it's a fun theory. It's a fun theory. I think it's, you know, definitely something you could um, use. Use if you're writing an adaptation. Maybe you should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the pirates are fun. I like that the pirates all have different names and you kind of get to know them even when they die. Yeah. (laughs) But they're cute. I mean, I don't know if that's the right way to describe them, but they kind of are. Like, Smee has, like, all these manners and whatever. Yeah, when he he goes around after, once he leaves the ship and becomes, um, and claims that he was the only person that Hook ever feared, which is probably true. And one of the pirates ends up swimming to shore and becomes a nanny for the natives that live oh, on Neverland yeah. and I watches the babies. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> how innocent and adorable that they took him in as the nanny to watch all the babies of the tribe. Precious. I love it. Well, what else were they going to do? You know? I know. It's true. <laughs> just killed him, but that's no fun. Yeah, might as well use them. Put them to put them to work. Or the one that I think it was the same one actually. There during the story with the Neverbird, which is not in any of the movies, which is sad because it's, it's a, a cute funny story. story. I love how they're yelling at each other. I know. So <laughs> like, just oh, to God. tell you that part, since you if you haven't read the book, you don't know the story. Um, in the lagoon, Wendy and um, Peter end up getting trapped out on the rock, school rock. Yeah, which is. What happens, like, you've seen kind of that happen in the movies. In the Disney one the, and, and in the 2003. Mariner's Rock and Skull yeah. and Black Castle is what they call them in those movies. Sure. And, like, when they take Tiger Lily out to mm-hmm. strand her yeah. on Mariner's Rock. So in this version, in the actual story, <laughs> um, those two end up out there by themselves. Everyone else made it back to safety. And Peter can't fly away because he's, he's hurt. And, yeah, he's tired and hurt. And Wendy can't make it back her by herself. She's too tired, She's too. too tired. Everyone's too tired. And I think mm-hmm. the Lost Boys were able to get a boat or something. Yeah, they were somehow able to get back. And so they're stranded. The water's coming up. They're going to die. And a Michael's kite comes by. They tie Wendy to the kite, but it's not enough for both of them. She flies away, gets back home, and he's just kind of resigned. That's when he says to die will be an awfully big adventure. And then the Neverbird, who her nest had fallen into the lagoon and was floating around while she was on her eggs, and she sees Peter and is trying to communicate with him, here, you can use my nest to float back to shore. And he doesn't understand her because she's a bird. <laughs> so and they're so just screaming at each other. He's yelling at her, she's squawking at him. Finally, they figure out, and he sees one of the pirates had left behind their hat. No, it was it was um the top hat. It was John's top hat. No, it wasn't. It was one of the Oh, was it John's? It was John's top hat. 
I thought it was one of yeah, the pirates. Hat. It was the top hat because oh, she was like, yeah. she liked it so much, she kept it as her. Yeah, because it had, no. She used it as her nest, right? Yeah, and she used it as the nest, and he would come back and look at it. I mean, maybe, maybe they didn't, maybe it wasn't his hat, because they did use the hat as a chimney. Let me see. They did use the hat as a chimney, but I think they used it again. No, I'm pretty positive it was one of the pirates. Well, whatever. It's a hat. <laughs> so, so basically, Peter uses the nest as a raft and thanks the bird. And then he finds the hat floating and, like, well, he puts the, the eggs in the hat mm-hmm. to keep them safe so he doesn't, you know, k- kill the eggs. And um, the never bird likes the hat so well that she just ends up using it as her nest. It was, this. It, the hat was called a stave. Okay, well, I don't know what a stave is. I know what a stave church is. You know, is. stave was still there, just kidding. And on it, Starkey, one of the pirates, had hung his hat. Okay, okay, so it was a pirate hat. You're right. I shouldn't ever you should question, not question you me. on Peter Pan <laughs> trivia. Um, I apologize. But yeah, it's really cute. It's okay. a cute story. My, my father-in-law learned the hard way as well not to question me on Harry Potter, not Harry Potter, Peter Pan well, trivia. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not fighting you now that we have the evidence at least. <laughs> That's why um, I always have the book on me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can always pull up and prove people wrong because that's my personality. Yeah, you can get it free on Google Play just so you guys all know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Any other characters you want to talk about? Mrs. Darling is funny because oh. she like. Knows Peter a little bit. Oh, yeah, Nana. The actual heroine of the story. It's true. The only good character that cares about other people. She got... She had more attention when she died than Mrs. Darling did. And that makes me really sad, but... (laughs) Awful. Whatever. It's fine. I I like that, um... I like that Mr. Darling sleeps in the dog... Well, just stays in the doghouse. Because he feels so guilty that the children left when he... Because he... Took Nana away. Mm-hmm. He put Nana outside, and that was the day that the Peter Pan came and took the kids. Um, I mean, we didn't really touch on Captain Hook, but he's a good classic villain who just he doesn't want to be one up by a child who and is haunted by his upbringing of always having good form, and he must prove that Peter Pan is a bad guy, and that's why he should defeat him. By having Peter prove that he has bad form. And it's funny because, like, I was talking actually about good form and bad form yesterday with the mom. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so we were talking about in Captain America, um, Winter Soldier, I think it was, like, when Captain America is, like, going to beat down this dude and this guy's like, well, I bet you couldn't take me without your helmet and shield. Mm-hmm. And, like, an idiot... <laughs> Cap's like, fine, I'll do it. And I'm like, you're wasting time. There are hostages. Get out of there. You know, just just punch him. Like, you don't have to prove anything. But, um, I mean, but Peter Pan is different. <laughs> Completely different person. Because, you know, they, they both, you know, let the other one get up and grab their sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before and he, they'll fight. That's them. kind of why Captain Hook hates him so much is because he has good form. And even though he is just a child, which is infuriating to he him. He fights honorably. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Any other characters? That's pretty much all of them. Um, Although I do love that the servant Liza is referred to as the servants, <laughs> so that they feel like they are more. Um, the darlings feel more elite, rich and elite. Yeah. Yes, by saying that they have more than one servant when really it's just one. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate that. Um, I just love them and the Nana. The, the fact nurse. that they have Nana as the nurse. And, <laughs> Granted, she's not just a they nurse must, at home. Because they must have a nursemaid. Right. Because they must have one. And so they when choose they, to let the dog be one. When the kids go to school. Because that's less embarrassing. Because having a dog as a, a nursemaid is less embarrassing than not having a nursemaid. It just kills me that it's not just like their nursemaid at home just for fun in the secret of the house. But she also walks the kids to school and will stay downstairs like in the boiler room or basement where the other nurses are all waiting. <laughs> oh, you're right. And the other nurses are just like so <laughs> like. Just, uncomfortable with the fact that they are down here with a dog who has the same job job as them and like title as them and they're just not okay with that obviously but it's so funny oh yeah yeah man that's such a good book you guys need to read it if you haven't it's not very long it's not it's a children's book too it's only like four to six hours Mm -hmm. um if you listen to audiobook and the audiobooks are really fun um, so, uh, I think the audiobook is actually how we first listened to it when we were children. Um, the audiobooks is what? I think that's how we first listened to it on car trips. Yeah, I think, I think it was. Mm-hmm. We listened to a lot of audiobooks. I either listened to it on audiobook first or I read it on our dad's Palm Pilot first. That dates me. But, um, um I might have also read it on the, no, did I read it on the Palm Pilot first, first or did I borrow your book? Because you I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. It's we've, a long we've read this time book a few since times. childhood. I've grown up. Um, so we've talked about the characters. Anything else to add about the characters? Mm-mm. You guys are good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the mermaids. Nah, they're kind of eh. annoying. The, the mermaids are very much like the mermaids in the Disney movie. They did a good job with those. Yeah, very self-centered, kind of like fairies. Yeah, they're there to have fun. They're not as... Not as intense as the one in the 2003 movie. But mm-hmm. they didn't really have much in that one. Yeah. Um, okay, how does the book compare to what you expected? We've already read it. But this is what I asked um, our folks. And we've got, we got a response from one of our followers at N. Van Alphen. Um, he says, how the book compares to what I expected, I did not expect Peter to be the way he was. He is. Mm-hmm. He's a lot more selfish in the book, which we already kind of said, so that's fun. Um, let's see. Uh, but related to that, at Liliana um, Larson, whatever, Liliana Larson. I think I misread her name earlier and threw an R in there. Whatever. Lily (laughs) says, um, how do you feel about the way Peter Pan is portrayed outside of the book and in pop culture? Um, How do we feel about how he's portrayed? Mm -hmm, Outside of the book and in pop culture. Um, I think for the most part, he's portrayed pretty true to the book. Um... I don't think everyone realizes how young he is in pop culture because we kind of age him up to what we think he should be 
and what's easier to, you know, film even and portray on stage and on film. Yeah, because I, I think um, Jeremy Sumter was probably like 14. He was about 13 or 14, I think, yeah, when he played Peter. He was good, though. He but was he was good, kid. yeah. And that's typically what their age is when they do it. I think the n- next Disney's going to do a live action one, and they picked a younger actor. Oh, yeah. I, I think I saw a picture with him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when they're going to film it, so he might be older by the time they actually film it. You're right. But... I forgot they already did one, didn't they? The, the pan? The one? Pan? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't Disney, Where though. they had the oh, white native Disney? person? Yeah, the white native, and I was like, really? Really? I was like, is this whitewashing? Because it's technically not a real place, but... Because like, she's also... Because she's native from Neverland. It feels like appropriation... They just didn't really know what to do. They so didn't they know what to do. <laughs> went with their own way of portraying natives that was trying not to be racist, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I see what you're saying. But it could have been still in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. But I think overall, Peter, the Peters in pop culture are pretty true. I mean, Hook shows Peter finally deciding to grow up, which is not... Peter would never do that. <laughs> but it's still a sweet story. But it's a cute story. I still like the movie Hook. Um, and Pan was... I don't even remember very much about Pan. He you need to rewatch was, it. He was more curious about his past than the real Peter was. He wanted to know like who he was and where he came from. True, that's, Peter that's does not. That's a recent one that came out a few years ago. Um, yeah, I think it came out like, like five. five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I just watched... Um, Wrinkle in Time, and it has that same kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was three years ago, so. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and um, Once Upon a Time, they mm-hmm. have him in there, too. And I hate that he's a villain, but I also think it's right. <laughs> like, he's a yeah. little too much. Well, you know what I really don't like about that is that he has a kid. That feels really wrong yeah it does because well, <laughs> he's a child he ate, he was an adult who decided to go young after oh, he had was he mm-hmm. oh i yeah forgot that yes i because that was weird too and then they showed that i was like okay i guess it makes more sense but still it's wrong it's too many seasons <laughs> too many seasons <laughs> so it's hard to remember so yes he was an adult had his child and then decided to leave his child and become a boy which honestly is kind of on theme with peter pan that he uh, would, feels like a trauma response yeah he, it's something he would do. He would just kind of, no, I'm going to forget my past and forget all the pain of it and just be a boy and have fun. I want to be a boy and have fun. He did have a much longer term memory, though. Yes. In that version. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I, I didn't like that portrayal, but I also feel like it's true to the character it wasn't in a way. too off, yeah. Um, the, the Disney one um, was actually pretty good. Like, Mm-hmm. I, you know, before I reread the book, I thought that the Disney was so different from the book. The book. But then I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot they had that part in there. Mm-hmm. You know, they did have clothes like the- made of animal skins. They just made them look more like animals. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lost Boys and the, oh, f- like, I'll banish you forever. Oh, for a week oh, for then. for a week then. <laughs> like, they have that and... um. You know, they change a few things, but it is pretty close. It is. And, um... Even, like, at the beginning when, um... The dub... How the... the, Well, how the dog... Yeah. Treasure um, map. Becomes banished. Not banished. But how... 
How the dro- dog gets sent outside. Yeah, how Mr. Darling gets annoyed with them and ends up deciding to put Nana outside. That was slightly different, but it was similar. That wasn't in any of the other depictions, I don't think. I don't remember it being... It wasn't like that in um, the 2003 version, at least. But it was cute, I think. I think the Disney one did a pretty good job. Although I will say one thing about the Disney one that kind of changed all of them from the f- then on was in the book, it doesn't say second star to the right and straight on until morning. It's just second to the right. Because Peter doesn't understand addresses. He's just saying the first thing that comes to his mind. Yeah. And so she even says, that's a silly address. And he's like, yeah, but. <laughs> so Disney decided to make it second star to the right. And from then on, all the depictions have star, second star to the right. Yeah. Except for Peter and the Star Catchers, which is a book. Series. Oh yeah, that's a good um, adaptation. We There's, can talk about adaptations. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about adaptations later. Yeah. Um. So and we anyway. Um. So now they as, didn't have the thimble though. In no, which is like that's a big part. Mm-hmm. That's an. I mean, that's when you're watching a movie and they they show characters in a play and it's Peter Pan because it's always Peter Pan mm-hmm. in like a high school or middle school play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The scene that they always show is the thimble scene mm-hmm. because it's memorable. People know that scene. It's easy to recognize and it's easy to pull off. They don't have to worry about the police for one Flying, scene in this yeah. movie. Um, yeah. Um, harness and stuff. So, like, I mean, it's kind of disappointing, but it's fine. It's a recognizable just Peter and Wendy scene. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not in the Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they did a pretty good job. And I think, yeah, I think the 2003 one feels the most like the book. Mm-hmm. Um, they did make Wendy a bit more um, adventurous and less wanting to just grow up and be a mom. Yeah, she she was a little, little less Wendy. And mm-hmm. she, yeah, I mean, because in, in the book they have the... The pirates try to get John to be red-handed Jack. Jack, but then in the movie they get her to be red-handed her to re- Jill. Her to be red-handed Jill, which, you know, in both of the movies, I think they can, in both of the main movies, Disney and the 2003, they um, kidnap Wendy. Mm-hmm. But before they kidnap all the boys. But in the book, they just kidnap everyone at once. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember reading that, and I was like, oh, they, like, just totally different. No, actually, 2003 one, they kidnapped them all at once. Wendy was the last one to leave the tree, and Oh, they just kidnapped. took her aside. They just didn't tie her up with the boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So never mind. And I don't remember how the Disney one went, actually, right there. I'll be honest. Well, they... <laughs> They didn't they bring her inside and he's like playing piano or is that in the two thousand three man? I'm getting them all mixed up. Yeah, I can't remember. Those or did parts. they just kidnap Tinkerbell? Maybe I'm just thinking of Tinker. They just kidnapped Tinkerbell in the Disney one. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. They didn't kidnap Wendy until they kidnapped everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Either way, it's pretty. Those two were actually pretty good to the, pretty true to the book. But I would say the 2003 one is more true. Yeah. But they're both really fun to watch. So you should watch them both. Um, 
Uh, I mean, the plot. How do we feel about the ending? How do you feel about the ending? I think the ending is perfect. It's sad. But it's just beautifully written. Like I said, I cry the, like, the whole last page. A lot this time. Granted, this is the first time of me reading it as a mom, and I was reading it out loud to my daughter. She was asleep at that point, but, you know, it was a thought that counted. <laughs> You're not listening, really, but, you know, I'm still reading to you. Point is, I <laughs> Maybe read Maybe you'll hear it in your book. <laughs> okay, good for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was, um, it was sweet. Um, it was a little, a little heartbreaking. A little heartbreaking, but still hopeful ending because it's like Peter's going on. We should just read that last line. <laughs> we don't have to read the whole thing because, like I said, I shall cry. But <clears throat> let's see. <laughs> well, I guess I kind of do have to read the whole paragraph. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, I do. It's one. It's all <laughs> you should do it. <laughs> so Margaret, like we said, was her granddaughter. So Peter comes back for or comes back for Jane. And then Wendy grows old. Oh, this is just, I have to read the whole thing. Do you want me to read it out loud? I got it. Cry? I got it. Okay. As you look at Wendy, you may see her hair becoming white and her figure little again for all this happened long ago. Jane is now a common grown-up with a daughter called Margaret and every spring cleaning time, except when he forgets, which he does, Peter <laughs> comes from Margaret and takes her to the Neverland where she tells him stories about himself to which he listens eagerly. eagerly. When Margaret grows up, she will have a daughter who is to be Peter's mother in turn, and thus it will go on so long as children are gay and innocent and heartless. The end. Oh, so good. It's just such a good ending. It's beautiful and hopeful and childlike. Yeah. <laughs> and you're crying now. Um, <laughs> you know, we forgot to talk about the natives. The Well, they called them Indians, but... Native Neverlandians. Yeah. It, I mean, it's... I'm not quite sure. Like, I think they're supposed to be like Native Americans. I think that's Because that's what people it. called Indians in... In, um... 1904. 1904 at that time in Britain. Um, so... So that's what we're just gonna assume they are. Um, and we're just going to call them natives because it's, you know, how else, what else do you call them? But, I mean, Tiger Lily was a fun character. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell how old she was. Did she like Peter, too? I feel like she liked Peter. No. She was honestly a pretty small character. Yeah. M most of them. <laughs> the only thing about that is that because um, he saved Tiger Lily the natives ended up becoming the protectors of the lost boys and um, kind of were like the guards over their home. But, which was important. Which is important because, you know, the pirates are always trying to kill them. And, and then the pirates them, figured out where they were. Yeah. And did end up killing actually some of the natives in the process of yeah, getting Yeah, it's really sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Peter was a little bit um, racist when... They celebrated him for saving her. Mm -hmm. Even though it was, you're right, it was Lost Boys. Well, I mean, he helped. He was the one who distracted the pirates while the Lost Boys saved her. Mm -hmm. So he got all the credit, of course. 
Um, right. But everyone liked Tiger Lily, but she was also really scary. I like that. She was like the most intense fighter, which of course everyone on Neverland loves because that's what they all do all the time. They didn't really talk about the Never Beasts, which I didn't. I was kind of the Never Beast isn't there. Never Beasts, the, the Never, the oh. all the all the animals. But that's true. Other than they do Other say that, bird. like everyone in Neverland is just kind of in a constant. They're just always rotation. They're always following each other. Yeah, the boys are following the animals. Animals are following the natives. The natives following the pirates. Pirates are following the boys, and so it's just mm-hmm. like a circle. And sometimes one will go slow down and they meet up and there's a skirmish and yeah <laughs> it's just a constant circle <laughs> it's funny though um so okay so let's but very neverland that it's never really progressing it's just it just keeps going in one uh-huh. long loop which that's one thing is that the movies kind of make it look like when you're on neverland you don't age and um that the kids are only there for like a night or two but really they're there for a long time and yeah, you probably do like age. A year it's just and a Peter half, doesn't age for some reason. Yeah, Peter doesn't age because he has decided not to age. Yeah, he just chose not to. Yeah, he he's very much like that. Yeah, I don't know. if You probably haven't read the Little White Bird. I haven't. I want that's to. The prequel written by J.M. Barry, and it's kind of about how Peter. He was the day he was born. He heard his parents talking about how he was. To be what he was going to be when he grew up, and he decided, well, I'm going to leave. I don't want to grow up. And before you're born, obviously, as the narrator says, you were a bird. And he knows this, so he's like, well, I was, I'm a bird, so I'm just going to go fly home. Go fly and leave. So he just flies out the window, goes to Kensington Gardens, and is there, like, in the kind and of... meets Tink. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he meets Tink later, actually. Okay. But um, she's not in that book, I don't think. But he's just kind of like in the island at yeah, Kensington Gardens. Yeah. yeah. And is hanging out there with the birds and the fairies. And their birds are like, wait, how can you fly? You're not a bird. And then he's like, what? And then he can't fly. <laughs> so then he has to like be retaught by like the birds and the fairies how to fly. And that's kind of the entire story is him just like in Kensington Gardens before he gets to Neverland, which is... Just kind of a fascinating little. It's a short, even shorter book. They kind of they allude to it in the two thousand three one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of do in Hook as well. They talk about how he left the day he was born. But in mm-hmm. that, they have Tinkerbell find him as a baby. Yeah, and I think in in um, the two thousand three one, he says I think he met Tink in Kensington Gardens. Mm-hmm. He's like. So I flew away to Kensington yes. Gardens where I met where Tank. I met Tank. Mm-hmm. That's why I was saying, yes, but yes, yes, I right. forgot that he's really old mm-hmm. um, and she's not. Um, okay, let's move on and talk about good adaptations besides, obviously, the movies that we just talked about because you've already heard plenty about those. Let's talk about books that are um, also fun ones for you to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, of course, are reading Lost in the Neverwoods mm-hmm. um, next so, month. Yeah, so we don't have anything to say about that in yet. In a few days, yeah. We don't have anything to say about that. Oh, my goodness. Heads up. <gasps> we have five minutes left to keep recording. That's okay. We're just going to list them. 
Um, Peter and the Starcatchers is one adaptation that's a, like, prequel of how Peter became, got to Neverland, which is cute. I like those, that series. It's not canon. It's not, like, actually how Peter got to pet Kensington, or to Neverland, but it's a cute version and kind of explains how everything happened, and I like their version of how it happened. Yeah. It's it, cute. It's really fun. It is, like, four, it's like, four or five books long. Yeah. Um... And they actually have, and like... thick books. Yeah, they have smaller books about, like, kind of Neverland adventures as well. Oh, yeah, like the mermaid one. Mm-hmm. So th- that one's a really fun one. We recommend it. It is good to read. Um, what other ones? I There's can't the Notorious Captain Hook one. Oh, That's like a the pre- James, James E. Hook. I think it's yeah. just called James... Well, yeah. James E. Hook by, like, some Scarlet... But isn't it written by the guy who wrote the screenplay to Hook? No. Didn't we talk about this? He wrote... Oh, maybe it was him. I think it's written by the same guy. There's also Hook, the book Hook, which is, you know, where it's like the same story as the movie Hook. Um, But... So that one, I haven't actually finished that book. I haven't read that one. Oh, the, we the have Captain it. Hook Notorious one. Yes, I, I did. I started it, but I never finished it when I was a kid. Timothy Olyphant, right? I yes. Yeah, I don't know. He's just got cool hair. Um, <laughs> what other ones? Oh, I, there's a ton, but I haven't read most of them. Um, I read Tiger Lily, which was um, Captain Hook: The Adventures of a Notorious Youth. That's what that one. Yeah, one's about. that one's one. Um. The Tiger Lily one was just a cute little story about Tiger Lily, and she does, she interacts with Peter and meets Wendy for, like, a brief moment, um, but it's more about Tiger Lily and her story, and, again, it's not canon, but it's cute, sweet, kind of sad story. Um, I also read the Disney one called Straight On Till Morning, which is about Wendy, and if she didn't go to Neverland with Peter, she ended up having his shadow and using it to bribe Hook to take her to Neverland instead and has to save Neverland. Um, i trying to think if there's any other ones there's I've read. There's a ton, but I haven't read them yet. Um, if we do, though, we will let you know on our Instagram account. Yes. But <laughs> oh. there's a lot of Peter Pan stories that are fun. Yeah, and if you can think of any more fun ones, you can let us know, too. Um... So, our the Instagram account is at my honest book reviews. If you are not already a follower, and that is why you were listening, um, so yeah, at my honest book reviews, and oh, what? I remembered the main one that we have is um Peter Pan and Scarlet, which is oh the yeah authorized oh sequel. So Jam Barry didn't write it. Um, he put, gave the rights to everything to the orphanage. And the orphanage had, like, a contest a while back and had people submit, um, like, a example chapter as well as um, their synopsis of their story and picked who would be the best. And Geraldine won. And so. she, hers was perfect. Her sequel has the exact same feel of Peter Pan. I would highly recommend reading that. Great narration. Like Pan. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, please read that. And... If you want to join in our next book club read, remember it is Lost in the Neverwoods and it is coming, like we're starting to read it in November and that's, I mean, the only month we're reading it. That's next week. So yeah, that's next week. So please join us for that. And if you have any more comments on Peter Pan or any other 
great um, adaptations that we can read or watch, let us know. Um, and that is at My Honest Book Reviews. Thank you.